Real people, real opinions, real talk radio. The multi-award-winning Niall Boylan Show. Classic Hits. The Cabinet is meeting to discuss the reopening of indoor dining today, although the decision to go ahead from next Monday has already been taken. President Michael D. Higgins has now signed the legislation underpinning the new guidelines whereby you will have to show a vaccine, sir, to get into a restaurant or a bar, probably from next Monday. That looks like it's going to be the date. A lot of people thought, well, maybe he might pass it on to the Supreme Court. Maybe he might have a quick look at it. But no, he signed it to the disappointment of some, to the excitement of others. So I want to know what, how you feel about that. And also, I am going to talk to Padraig Cribben, who's the Chief Executive of the Vintners Federation of Ireland. He joins me on the line. Good afternoon to you, Padraig. Afternoon, now. Padraig, looks like D-Day is next Monday. Um, I suppose Freedom Day to some extent for many people and many businesses, particularly hospitality. At least it's a step in the right direction. But how long do you think this is going to last? Three months the legislation is in. It, it has room to be extended. Is it, is it a concern for your industry that it could be extended? I suppose the first thing to say, just to, on a point of detail, uh, is that it's indoor drinking and or dining. Yes. Uh, just, just, just to be clear. Uh, and I'm glad I've been tied up in meetings all morning. I literally came out of a meeting to take your call. Uh, and I wasn't aware that the, the president had, had signed the uh, had signed the legislation. So that's also good news. How long will it last? I mean, uh, in, in real terms, we don't expect it to last for the full three months. Why? Because within that uh, time frame, all of those who are uh, want a vaccine will have been offered a vaccine. Uh, and I think that once that happens, uh, there, there won't be a reason or a need for the type of restrictions that are in place. Uh, we've been told that it's all about vaccination, vaccination. So on that basis, Niall, we don't believe that it will... Uh, it yeah. will OK, so like, like the UK, okay. similar to the UK, Boris Johnson believes that the majority of people who want to be vaccinated will be vaccinated by September. And he's talking about bringing in similar legislation in September, right? But what about, well, I, I what about those who say don't want to be vaccinated? I mean, where what, does that what, leave them? What, I, I wouldn't describe it as similar to the UK in fairness because what has happened in the UK is uh, they've thrown away everything uh, as of now and there's still quite a lot of people uh, not vaccinated. Uh, and, and we certainly haven't been They did it the other way around. Yes, they did it the yeah, other way around. Absolutely. Yeah. So there will be people who will choose uh, not to get vaccinated. Uh, but, you know... Are we going to be in a situation where we're going to hold up society for a group for a very small group of people who believe they know more than all of the medical evidence, etc.? Now there may be also a very small cohort as well who, for medical reasons, may not be able to be vaccinated. But look, you were talking earlier as I was listening, just waiting to come on about the whole concept of personal responsibility. And for people, there will be that element of personal responsibility. I mean, if I were in a situation where uh, I couldn't take a vaccine for for medical reasons uh, or whatever, then I would recognize that in those circumstances, I can't do what other people might be able to do. So I've got to exercise uh, a different type of caution. But, I, but, but can I say to you, Patrick, I'm fully vaccinated. I'm assuming you are too, right? Yeah. Uh, and, you know, and many people I know are. There are many people out there who are choosing not to be vaccinated. Now, I'm not saying that it's a huge amount of people, as you rightly said, it is a small percentage, probably about 10% of people. I don't know what it is, right? 
but they're choosing not to be vaccinated. Now, they can choose for many different reasons. Some of them are crazy conspiracy theorists. Some are cautious. Some are whatever, right? And are we saying that going forward then, or do you agree with the idea going forward that they will be treated differently in society? And that's their concern, isn't it? No, I don't. I I think that once all of those that have been uh, offered, that want a vaccine, have been offered a vaccine and are vaccinated, I think then we return to normal. Uh, if there are people, and there will be a small cohort, I, I mean, the figures I have seen today is that uh, over the, the the over 60s, I think it was 99% in over That's 90, right, yeah. 90, yeah. You know, I mean, it's a very big cohort. So I think the biggest know, problem is going to be the younger people between the age of 18 and 25 who are a little bit carefree, maybe are not bothering, you know. I, 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 I wouldn't underestimate uh, their capacity for responsibility at all. They may be slightly lower in, 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 in the vaccination stakes than the 80 plus, but I, I also suspect they'll be quite, the, the, the percentage will be quite high. And on that basis, once everybody has been offered a, that's been offered a vaccine uh, and, and those that have been, that want it, have got it and they're fully vaccinated, I think we've got to go back to normal. Uh, and if there are people who are not vaccinated, who choose not to be vaccinated, who choose to take whatever risk is out there, then that is their choice. Okay, so that's personal responsibility. You come back to that. Now, in relation to how we're going to deal with this from Monday, is it going to be like Israel? Are you going to have a QR scanner at the front door? Or is it a physical thing where a bouncer is just going to check to make sure you have it? And, of course, we're reading today, of course, the stories of, you know, people for four-hour queues trying to get their EU COVID cert. Will you be accepting just the vaccination card if people don't, for example, have the actual cert itself? I mean, how is all that going to work at the front door? Okay, and the front door is, is, is where all the action will be. And it's, I think the first thing to say is we haven't got the final regulations yet. We haven't got the, the final uh, guidelines. But are you equipped? But, Padraig, are your members... I mean, it's next Monday. So I'm, assu- I'm assuming your members will have to be equipped with some sort of electronic devices, if yeah, that is the case. There's, there's, there's been a lot of discussions in this context. And what we will have available by next Monday is we will, there will be an app where you can scan uh, the QR code. Right, okay. Obviously, obviously there'll be parts of the country where uh, broadband won't be sufficiently strong to allow for that. There will be people who um, won't have uh, an, uh, a smartphone, either from the point of view of uh, coming to the door or people at the door. So there will also be a paper-based option to verify. And the paper-based option, will that be just the cert or will you accept the cards that people have no, currently? It, well, the regulation, I do believe, will specify that it'll have to be the COVID cert. Right, and so the, where does that leave us then when we're looking at the news today that so many certs have been returned? 7,500 didn't actually get to the address that they were meant to. Many of the emails bounce back. You have four-hour queues for people trying to get them online. We may not have them all dished out by next well, Monday. Well, the responsibility will be on the person coming to the door to make sure that they have the proper... Uh, certification. That's that's where the responsibility lies. And what's the procedure? So Johnny arrives with you know five of his mates. F- five of them have a COVID cert. He doesn't, and he says, "Ah, oh, I left at home. Oh, sorry, I don't have it with me, or or I didn't. I don't have one." Very clearly, then Johnny, sorry, you can't come in. Right, and if there's if there's trouble about that or whatever, the Garda Shea then will be called, and, and well, they can they can intervene, of course, because there, there is legislation in place. To, I, to do I that. think you know that's an extreme situation. Yeah. It's going to be it'll be it'll be a very rare one and a very extreme one. But if Johnny has, uh, as you mentioned him, has any respect for his five colleagues, he'll make sure that he has 
the necessary documentation with it. And do you think, like the smoking ban, uh, when it came in way back in 2002 or three or whenever it was, and everybody kind of panicked about that first and said there was going to be murder and there'd be killings and arrests and everything, and indeed nothing happened, the sky didn't fall in, and everybody just generally complied. Do you think people will be very compliant of this, or do you think there might be any kind of hassle? I think the sky won't fall in. Uh, that's the first thing to say. But there will be some people... We've seen it already with outdoor uh, drinking and dining, where there are some people who like to test the system, who are uh, anti any kind of uh, restriction uh, or guidelines, uh, who want to say there's no COVID, who want to say we shouldn't wear masks. We've seen that already. I have no doubt we will see more of it. Uh, but, you know, again, it's more isolated than, um, than, than it is prevalent. So... From that point of view, mm-hmm. uh, yes, there will be testy cases, there will be incidents, um, but you know, publicans for years have been uh, adept at dealing with, let's call them, tricky situations. Yeah, the under 18s, etc., etc., and checking for ID and all that kind of stuff. They've been doing this for a long time. So I've I've no doubt that they'll come up to the mark. Yeah. Now, in relation to other, I suppose, guidelines, particularly when it's a restaurant, obviously you have to wear your mask walking in the door till you sit down. Um, It'll be the same same in a pub. Okay, so in a pub, there'll be no bar service. You'll have to sit down at your seat, wear a mask. Uh, Will there be entertainment allowed? Are are you going to have bands, music, DJs, or is that out of the question? Our understanding is that there will be no change to the current guidelines, which says there shall be no live or loud music. Okay. And in other words, no, n- nothing to give people a reason to be jumping around or having... Correct. Uh, all right, okay. Uh, in relation to time limits, that has been ruled out. So I'm assuming there is no... The, the kind of 90-minute time limit and the €9 meal, that's out the window as well, isn't it? That's, that's, that, that's, that's all uh, defunct. Um, and obviously, I mean, if you go back pre-COVID um, and, and you wanted to, say, book a table for uh, an early board, uh, you would you would be told, well, look, I need that table back at eight o'clock, or I need it back at. Yeah, half it was eight. going to be in common practice so, anyway. So yeah, still up to the individual outlet as to how they manage that. But in essence, there will be no requirement for a maximum of 105 minutes. We argued against that from from the pure point of view of public health grounds, because if I were, you know, back before people were vaccinated, if I were, you know, moving from pub to pub unwittingly. Uh, being uh, infected. It, it wasn't just that I was going to um, infect people in one pub, but I could do it in two or three pubs. Uh, absolutely. So. I think that that particular rule probably did more damage than it did good. Uh, in relation to, um, I suppose, the compliance, there has been talk about compliance officers from the HSE calling in to check up. Is there any update on that, or will that be common practice, do you think, or will that be quite a rare the, situation? The, 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 the regulation, as we understand it, will be, will be carried out by the HSE and or the HSA. And it is more about, it's not about going to the table and say, look, would you ever show me your, your COVID pass, please? That's not what's envisaged. It's to make sure that there's a process in place to actually check that the COVID passes are in place, but not it's not to check the COVID passes themselves. Okay, will you still have to give your name and phone number going in the door for contact tracing? Is that still a thing, or will that be gone now? Contact tracing will still be an issue, and if there's a group of four that arrive at the door, uh, you still will have to take... And this is subject... Now, we haven't seen the final guidelines of the final regulation. Yeah, but from what you understand, from what you understand. From what I understand, if four of us arrive at the door... They will take the uh, contact tracing details of one individual uh, and they will check his or her um, COVID pass. They'll tick a box. 
they'll, they'll check the other three uh, COVID passes and assuming they're in order, they'll tick that same box three more times. And in relation to the pubs, some pubs online who are coming out to say that they will not be enforcing these rules on their premises because a lot of people see this as a two-tier system. Even President Macron from France yesterday suggested that those who don't get vaccinated by September um, when this legislation goes through in France as well uh, will be treated as social pariahs. Um, And a lot of pubs are saying online, (coughs) pardon me, that we will not be enforcing these guidelines or these rules. Have you heard that? And what's your reaction to that? Look, I I've, I've seen that uh, in various guises over the last 16 months. Uh, I think what happens generally is when push comes to shove, uh, they will do what's necessary to comply. If they don't, they face the wrath of the regulation and uh, that's something they'll have to deal with. Uh, can you clarify as well? So you because de- there has been confusion over the last twenty four hours in relation to this. Or I have heard suggestion on radio from different uh, spokespeople from different organisations that the vaccine cert, if it's not available, for example, you can use a medical card or you can use the card you got accepted. So, so can you clarify, for you, Patrick, from what you're aware of at the moment uh, that the vaccine cert will be needed to enter the building? So you haven't, if you haven't got it, basically you're not getting in. Uh, you you either need from from our understanding of the position as of today, you either need that vaccine cert, or you need confirmation that you've had COVID in the last six months. And that that confirmation, how do you how what? I mean, people are saying. I mean, I know doctors were a bit taken back last week when that was mentioned on RTE and said, "Well, how are we going to do that in time?" So, I mean, you're going to have to go to your doctor. Where you? Uh, no, yeah. my understanding is that's available from. Uh, the HSE, even though I gather from media reports that that uh, helpline is is under extreme pressure. Uh, but look, as you said earlier, these things will they'll iron themselves out in a day or two, uh, and um, you know there there, there will be uh, to, to to quote the the tarnished on something else. There will be teething problems, teething issues. But generally, for common sense prevails. Uh, and sometimes common sense is not all that common. Okay, but where, but where it prevails, I I think it will be it will be. I don't know. It, it is just a thorny issue over the last twenty four hours that people have been saying because of the issues they're having in the HSC at the moment with these certs and not being able to get them out in time. There's been suggestion from some people that the, the card that you got when you got your vaccine will suffice. But you're telling me, uh, as far as you're concerned, as head of the Vintners Federation of Ireland, the card will not suffice, and you must well, have the cert. We will have to wait what's in the final regulation, but my understanding of the discussions I've had with various government departments over the last 10 days, two weeks, that the card that you received when you got your second vaccination will not suffice. Finally, Patrick, are you optimistic? Uh, If you weren't optimistic in this business, Niall, you wouldn't have stayed at it for the last uh, 18 months. So listen, this is not going to be easy. This is not without challenges. It's not the option that we would have preferred. But the bottom line is that it was either this or we wouldn't have the opportunity to trade maybe until September, October. Businesses have been closed for 16 months. Uh, You know, businesses cannot survive that kind of closure. So it is important that people get the opportunity to trade. uh, And it is important that the public play their part and are responsible as well. Publicans will be responsible. The vast majority of the public will be responsible. Uh, and I'm, I'm optimistic that 
you know, with a fair wind, things will go well. When you when you say fair, sorry, just finally again, when you say fair, um, obviously pubs and restaurants will be saying, well, look, we're not going to be at full capacity. We're not going to be let everybody in who wants to come in yet, obviously until everybody's vaccinated or has a cert. So it is going to limit our business somewhat. So I'm assuming that Pascal O'Donoghue has uh, ensured that you will all still be subsidised to some degree or the losses that you're making currently at the moment will still be subsidised to some degree till possibly September or further on into the, into the year. Well, you see, subsidised and supports, they, they, they never compensate for, for actual trading. And yes, there will be some supports in place by way of the EWSS, the, 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 the work support scheme, and uh, by, the, um, by the, the waiving of commercial rates. Uh, we, we will need some additional uh, supports, but you know, they're, they're a debate for another day. All right, well, look, Padraig, best of luck to you and all your members next Monday, and I suppose to everybody out there who's gagging to get out there and sit in a pub for the first time in God knows how long. Listen, thank you very much indeed. I appreciate you coming on the air. Okay, cheers. There you go, Padraig Cribben, Chief Executive of the Vintners Federation of Ireland. Uh, quite adamant that from what he's aware of the legislation that will be in place by next Monday, the card won't do. And this is the question everybody's been asking for the last 24 hours because so many people are putting up, you know, videos online of them sitting on hold for four hours to the HSE trying to get the EU cert. Uh, the problem with the EU cert, of course, is uh, that they send so many out that they bounce back on emails. Now, obviously, this was due to the fact that people wrote their email wrong down on a piece of paper, etc. So 2.1 million vaccine passes in total have been sent out yesterday. Over 1.1 million certs have been emailed, but 7,500 of those, that's nearly half of them, bounce back again. And a lot of them would have went into spam and went into your bin. So you need to check your spam and your bin, by the way, if you don't have them. While 950,000 certs were posted, but only 7,290 were, or, or, were, or sorry, sorry, 7,290 were not delivered successfully. So there's another 7,000 that didn't get to the destination. 7,000 people who won't be able to go for a drink on a Monday if they don't manage to get their cert. So that was why there was a suggestion that they may accept the, the card that you got. Now, there is different cards because I know, for example, when I got my card, there was no QR code on the sticker. You know the sticker they put onto it with your number on it? Uh, there was no QR code. My son got the got his vaccine only recently. When I say recently, about five weeks ago, four or five weeks ago. And he got um, a QR code on the little sticker. So I don't know if that's the same QR code you get in your cert or not. I, I couldn't have a clue. So I don't know whether they could use that or that can be used in some way. But anyway, according to Patrick Cribben and according to the Vintners, you will not be getting in from Monday unless you have the cert in your mitt or an app on your phone of some description with the cert on it. Uh, there will be an app available for Monday. The other thing as well that concerns a lot of people is, and they're talking about it at the moment on social media, is President Higgins has signed the legislation. There was people who are suggesting that President Higgins didn't have to sign it. And you're right. As a president, he doesn't have to sign it. He can pass it on to the Supreme Court to test its legality. Now, by the way, that could have been a bigger problem if he had done that, because if the Supreme Court had said, go ahead, that could have been a very rocky road for the future. So maybe it might, might not have been a bad thing that it wasn't sent to the Supreme Court in some sense. But he could have refused to sign this legislation. But he didn't. He chose to sign the legislation. Much to the disgruntlement of most of those that would have been out protesting last week. Um, but a lot of people are happy about this. They believe it makes it a safer environment. But there are others, of course, in society who say we are now creating a two-tier society. And President Macron in France made that abundantly clear in his own speeches by suggesting that when the time comes very shortly, that 
you know, museums, cinemas, events, gigs, pubs, restaurants, anywhere where the group of people will be, or a large group of people will be indoors, you will not be allowed to go unless you're vaccinated. He's also said that anybody who works in healthcare will not have a job unless they're vaccinated. And he has more or less suggested that unless you are vaccinated within the given period, which will be September probably for most countries in and around that time, you will be a social pariah. In other words, you will not be allowed to enjoy life. Boris Johnson is now suggesting the same thing. He came out on Monday after Freedom Day and said they're now looking at by September, you won't be able to get into a nightclub. Now, he's done things the other way around. Of course, he's opened them all up first uh, uh, unless you have a cert. He's now been asked, what about restaurants, bars and other indoor events? And he's now said, I'm not ruling it out. So it looks like Ireland was the first to do it, certainly, it seems, in Europe. But it looks like other countries are now following suit and saying more or less the same thing. And a lot of people online are concerned because they're saying, what next? Will it be schools? Will they say you can't send your child back to school? Or your child will be in a different class if they're not vaccinated? Because, of course, there is a suggestion that NIAC may be approving vaccinations for 12 to 18-year-olds. And a lot of people online, again, are discussing that and talking about that and have concerns and genuine concerns in relation to children, whether it's justified, because even the WHO themselves felt there was no justification for 12 to 18-year-olds to be vaccinated. But if it comes to it, you may have to do it to get your child back into school. Or a crash, or whatever it happens to be. Well, it wouldn't be a crash, obviously, at 12 years of age. Uh, anyway, enjoy your time on Monday. Stay safe if you're going there for a drink. Real people, real opinions, real talk radio. The multi-award-winning Niall Boylan Show. Classic hits.